This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. All right, Mike's on. You're here. I'm here. It's Hump Day, or at least this is being released on Hump Day. I've been doing that lately. I don't know if you noticed. I didn't really announce that, but my goal recently has been to release all new episodes on on Wednesday. I feel like middle of the week is is a could is a good time to get a brand new episode of Pop Punk and Pizza because that's kind of when you're in the middle of the week. Or well, obviously it's the middle of the week, but it's kind of when you're in that midweek slump and you kind of need something to get you through it. And I'm hoping that this podcast does that for you. But anyway, my name is Jacques Lamour, and I know I talk about my personal life on this show sometimes, and I kind of want to start out the show today on, on on a little bit personal of a note. So this last weekend, I got to catch up with a friend that I haven't been able to catch up with for a very long time, for years actually, it seems like. And so I hung out with her on Saturday. We went and got pizza, of all things. I know. Can you believe it? I ate pizza um, from one of my places called Nona's. Um, and actually, I think I, I'm, I'm sure I've talked about Nona's on the show before. You, It's in Crestwood, Illinois. It's uh, like the south suburbs of Chicago. You walk into Nona's and they have slices ready to go. And there's like six different flavors that you can choose from. And it's like six bucks for this giant ass slice of pizza. And it's just the best it's the best cheap pizza that you'll ever get honestly and that five or six bucks with that you also get a a small drink with it and you can fill up as much as you want because the machine is in the seating area or the dining area of the little restaurant part of it it's a small carryout place but they do have seating so anyway um her and i when we were younger we used to meet up there once in a while and have have pizza together, so we did that for the first time in, in years. And then later on, we went and we grabbed drinks. And while we were sitting at the 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 bar having drinks, we were just talking about all the major changes that have been happening in our lives lately. And she, I was telling her how much I've been struggling with loving myself and and having a positive image of myself and how I'm always way too hard and harsh and say so many negative things and think so many negative things about myself. And she told me that what I need to do is for every negative thought that I think or say about myself, I have to, in return, say three positive things about myself. And so... I've been given a lot of advice lately. I've been going to counseling and going to group therapy sessions and things like that. And so I like to share these little tidbits of information whenever I can. So I guess I just want to share that with you if um, you're going through some of the same things. or I, I kind of feel like that's a universal thing. We all go, go through these phases in, in our lives where 
we don't have positive thoughts about ourselves and we're way too harsh on ourselves and we end up just hating ourselves and saying bad things when really it's nowhere as near bad as, as we think it is. So it it's kind of helped me actually so far this week. I mean, it's still kind of early, but it's kind of helped me. And how it's helped me <laughs> is that whenever I think a negative thought in my head, I'm like, oh, no, I can't think that because... Because I don't think I could think of enough positive things about myself to combat that. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, um, it has helped. So I hope that little thing helps you. So anytime you have a negative thought about you or you say something negative about yourself, say three positive things and hopefully that'll help you out. So shout out to my friend Brittany Rios. She's the bomb. She loves. She's a little punk rocker. She loves her pop punk and punk rock and and ska music. So, anyway, uh, moving on from that, the second thing I wanted to just to talk about very quickly is I wanted to thank you for liking Pop Punk and Pizza on Instagram because just yesterday we hit a thousand followers, and I think it's over a little bit of that now. It's like. 1,004 or 1,005 or whatever, but I just want to say thank you for all the love and support there. That's To me, that's huge, um, hitting that 1,000 mark, so thank you for that. Um, our socials, by the way, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, are all at Pop Punk Pizza Pod, so make sure you follow us, like us, all that stuff, and, and keep up to date on what's happening with the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a review there, by the way, if you can. I still think... We don't have any reviews on iTunes, and that would be major, or wherever, uh, whatever major platform it is that you listen to this podcast. I think pretty much all of them take reviews, so maybe it's Google Play, or maybe it's Spotify. I don't know if Spotify has any reviews or ratings. They probably do. I haven't listened to enough podcasts on Spotify yet to know, but we are on uh, Spotify as well. That's kind of a newer thing. But anyway, thank you so much for that. Thank you for supporting the podcast and, of course, supporting all the the bands that I either feature on the show or have as guests on the show. And um, with that being said, our special guest today is actually a returning guest. He was on the show a couple of years ago. His name is Gary Mastriano. He's the sax player for an awesome ska band out of New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, we're diving back into the ska scene. I know we were uh, just talking to Real Big Fish not too long ago, but I love my ska music, so I can't help it. Um, He's in a band called Backyard Superheroes. They just released a new record, so that's what we're going to be talking about today and all kinds of other stuff. But before we get into that, I wanted to tease you a little bit. Yeah, I like to tease once in a while. I want to play a track from a band that's going to be on the show next week. This episode will be released November 14th, and it's already recorded and everything like that because they were here just just this last weekend. But they're called When the Sun Sets. They're out of Elgin, Illinois, which is like the, the nor- northern, northwest suburbs of Chicago. And they played a couple acoustic songs for us live here in the studio, which was awesome. It was actually the first time that's happened on the show this year, which is kind of sad. It took 11 months to do that because last year we had several acoustic performances and unfortunately that just didn't happen a lot this year but it finally happened i'm sorry it took so long um so i wanted to play their single called the uh waves um or the wave my bad it's called the wave and this is actually um written for uh to raise awareness about suicide and how 
how terrible of a thing that is right now. And actually, it's it's on the rise of how many people have committed suicide. The last, I forget, I, I read a study not too long ago, and just spanning from like the last 20 years, suicide has just been rising and rising and rising. So we need more awareness uh, now more than ever, we need uh, awareness about suicide and, and preventing that as much as possible. So I'm really glad that these guys are are pushing material that talks about that. So this is The Wave by When the Sun Sets. Be strong, poor boy. And now you're waiting for a smile. Way. And 
The Wave, When the Sun Sets, here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. They will be on the show next week, November 14th. I just wanted to give you a little tease there. If you like what you hear, you can find that song on all major platforms. And if you are in the DeKalb, Illinois area, they are playing a show coming up with Vinyl Theater and uh, some other bands as well at the House Cafe. Uh, very well known there in DeKalb. I, I've, ha- I've, ha- I've never played there, but I have a lot of friends that have, have played shows out there. I used to visit. Actually, I used to uh, go out to DeKalb all the time to visit a friend who was going to college out there. That's been a while ago. Makes me miss DeKalb though, because that's a pretty cool college town. So anyway, if you happen to be in the DeKalb, Illinois area, they're playing House Cafe this coming Friday, November 9th. So we got all that out of the way. Let's get to our conversation with Gary Mastriano, the sax player of New Jersey's very own ska band, and they have several. (laughs) But this is one of the best ones, in my opinion, of Backyard Superheroes. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. How about yourself? Oh, no, just chilling, chilling at home today. Yeah. Netflix and chilling. <laughs> no, didn't want, I'm actually working from home today. I ran the marathon yesterday, so I can't really walk. I was going to say, yeah, um, congratulations on, on uh, well, just running it in general. <laughs> Thanks, man. And then, um, so what? I, I saw that you got a big fancy medal for it. What did you finish? Everybody gets a medal. Uh, well, right, but <laughs> but what did you finish at though? So I was on pace for three thirty, which is my typical marathon time, which is really good. And then I uh, hurt my leg pretty bad, and I rolled in around like four ten, which is still pretty decent. Ooh. But I wish it was uh, wish it was a little quicker. But I really messed up my leg pretty bad. So when you say four ten and three thirty, are you talking like three hours, or is that yeah like... hours? Yeah. Oh my! How many miles is that? 26.2 oh my gosh <laughs> so uh, how do you do that i have been running my entire life so i've always been like a, a long distance runner since middle school i ran cross country um middle school high school track and then uh, uh college and just kind of trained for it it's what i do three to four times a week so you ran out of the womb too just pretty much yeah shot yeah. right out <laughs> actually funny too i write most of our backyard superhero songs while i'm running i'm like oh that's catchy let me uh run quicker so i can remember that and write it down when i get home (laughs) nice uh so like lyrics or just melodies that pop in your head or both a little bit of both like uh it's funny you say netflix and chill i vividly remember when i wrote that i was uh running near near my house uh, my childhood house it was like july and it was really warm and i'm like hey that's pretty catchy let me run home And, and it was the guitar part that i came up with first and then i was like oh these are goofy lyrics that fit with that and that's how that came to be so huh. well, just a part of my life. it gave me a good laugh so <laughs> when uh i was i was listening to the record again today and i got to every song except the last one and when that one came on and i i've only i've listened to the record once or twice yeah. um but uh it still just makes me laugh every time i hear the song netflix and chill and it also brings to mind, though, I was thinking about it today. I was thinking, is, I w- okay, I was thinking, 
as an old man, like if I ever have grandkids, they're going to come up to me and they're going to ask me, Grandpa, what's Netflix and chill? <laughs> like, is, is that going to be a thing or are they going to know what that is? You know, it was just something I was thinking about. So that song is actually four years old, five years old already. Um, and so it feels like kind of dated, right? It's like, is I that don't even- know. I mean, it's, I mean, probably four or five years ago, I did hear that term floating around more. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's still pretty relevant in like our our uh, culture. <laughs> yeah, know, that's yeah, that's sure. the culture, the uh, yeah. the whole Netflix and chill thing. Listening to it too, I'm like, oh, these lyrics are a little cringy. It's like I don't really know the angle we're going for here, but it's fun. But it's a little a little cringy. Yeah, yeah. I I'm trying <laughs> to trying to remember. There's a song that I was playing on the radio where I work. And I'm trying to remember, I can't remember the name of the song or the artist, but they were kind of referencing the whole Netflix and chill thing too. And that was within like the last couple of years. So I don't know, it's still pretty, still pretty relevant, but, um, but yeah, I was just, I don't know, I guess I was just thinking into the future if, if Netflix and chill is going to be a thing that goes on forever or what is going to be the next, next thing? Is it going to be, or is it going to stay Netflix and chill kind of thing? Now I'm sure there's going to be something else that comes along. Probably. I'm thinking I, I, I take these simple things and then I think super in-depth into them <laughs> to like now. So. Oh, sweet, are, man. Are you, oh, okay. I thought maybe I lost you. I was so quiet there no, for a minute. My dog was barking at me, so I had to give him something to shut him up. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah. What kind of dog do you have? I have a cockapoo. Okay. I've seen pictures online. His name is Murray. Murray, I love it. What after, is after he, Bill Murray? I was gonna say, is he named after Bill? Of course. That's awesome. What's your favorite Bill Murray movie? Uh, it's got. I mean, Ghostbusters is a top three movie for me. It's he's just he's so good in that movie. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you're from the East Coast, you know. You're not yeah. far from New York City, so true. Yeah. What you're I, like? I like I like all of his, his. I mean, he's just so he's awesome. He's just such an interesting, weird guy. I love his early, like I love his early stuff, Ghostbusters, Stripes. I love Scrooge. I think that's super underrated. And then like he had like this whole. I'm a big Wes Anderson fan, so the Wes Anderson movies are great too. Which uh, would that be? Life it's Aquatic, like Royal Tenenbaum, Steve Zusu, those movies. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen those. Oh, they're great. I mean, I'm trying to remember. Is Life Aquatic though? Is that Wes Anderson or is yeah, that, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of that. Um, Lost in Translation is that Wes or who is that? That's not. That's actually Sophia Coppola. That's Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. Oh wow, that's that's a rad movie. I like that movie because I've definitely seen that, but a long time ago, like when it was yeah. first released. Um, I kind of want to rewatch it though because I was I was young, and I'm sure I would probably catch a lot more things now. <laughs> you know, because I, I I shouldn't have been watching it. Um, probably when I was watching it. So, cause that was probably what early two thousands. Was it? I think it was 2001, 2002 around then. Yeah. Um, yeah. he got nominated for best actor for that movie and it didn't win, which is a bummer. Right. But, um, it's definitely something that I don't think anyone ever thought that Bill Murray would get. Exactly. Or get nominated for, <laughs> to say yeah. the least. I think my favorite is one of my favorites is Groundhog Day. I just love that movie. 
Oh, Groundhog Day is fantastic. Yeah, such a great movie. And I watch it every Groundhog Day. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I typically do. I, I put it on repeat most of the day because I think that's pretty cl- I thought so clever about that. I have um, the, the VHS version, so. <laughs> and nice. You, and you put it on repeat, you said? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fitting for uh, what obviously happens in the movie. Spoiler alert all these years later if you've never seen the movie. We just Are we recording? Is this the recording right now? Yeah. If oh, that's cool. We just jump into it, huh? We just jump into it, man. I just start talking. If that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Now I need to now I need to edit myself as we go. Oh, well I can totally <laughs> <laughs> I can totally no, I, I haven't said anything incriminating. I'm good. No, yeah, I was gonna say you haven't said anything at all. So yeah, I'm sorry. I sometimes do that and I forget to say, Oh, okay, yeah, let's you know, let's get into this. Um is that, is that something that happens like just in your everyday life? You just go up to people and start interviewing them in convers- <laughs> conversations. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, what the hell are yeah. you doing? I don't Be understand. Like, oh yeah, by the way, um, I'm recording this conversation. Oh, okay. Uh, you're. Go- <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because there was an incident that happened at one of the grade schools here in my hometown. That there was a a kid that got called to the principal's office because he was in trouble. And I believe it was the principal and the assistant principal. And the kid decided that he was going to record this conversation. And he didn't tell them that he was recording the conversation until after the fact. Mm -hmm. And so, and I haven't heard the latest on what's going on, but he was facing criminal charges for that because it's a big no-no here in Illinois to do that. Um, I know it, it's one of those laws that varies per state, but he got into some big, big uh, crap for it. I haven't heard what the latest is on that. If if uh, you know it's gone to trial and everything, but it was a uh, it was a big story. It was that's interesting. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, uh, especially yeah, that there are different laws about that everywhere. Because um, in my professional life, where I I don't want, I want to be selective about what i i resource humans mm-hmm. and that is that is something that uh that comes up pretty frequently i, I bet i would think so i mean i i guess this this kid was a, a frequent in the the principal's office so he was a troublemaker but for some reason he felt like he needed to record this conversation and i can't remember why because this has been a while ago but i still was intrigued by the fact that he was going to be facing like felony charges for this, and I w- I'm like, okay, that's a little, it's a little severe, you know. Like, okay, like I get it, I I understand what he did, it's against the law, but I think that's a little hefty. But yeah, I still haven't heard what the the latest is on that. So here I am More- telling telling stories that aren't, <laughs> I don't have all the facts on. Moral of the story is anytime I'm talking to you, assume um, it's being recorded. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, cool. you, anytime you call Jacques on the phone, you just, you don't know if it's uh, being recorded or not. But yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, Murray wants to contribute. He said, wrong. <laughs> I was wondering, it almost sounded like, I thought for a minute there, I thought you were playing a video game. It's, no. It sounded no. like an old school, like, like little blaster laser or something. Well, that's not out of character for me. That I wouldn't be that rude to do that on the phone. Well, that, but that's why I thought maybe you were actually 
playing a game and I thought, is he playing a game while he's doing, talking <laughs> on the phone with me? I was like, okay, well, it's like, I know I can be boring, but I didn't know I was that boring, you know. That's kind of my deal. You just record everybody and I just, I'm always playing video games at all times. You just don't know. <laughs> and then you just chime in every once in a while, you know. Yeah, I just decide to say something. Yeah. yeah. Um, she thinks I'm always just playing video games and not paying attention to her. <laughs> That's funny. So it's, uh, I think it's kind of funny that the last time we talked, I had just finished talking to Real Big Fish, to uh, Johnny Christmas of Real Big Fish. And then like, here we are again. I just finished talking to them like a month ago, almost a month ago. And then you and I are talking again. <laughs> I, I heard, yeah, I listened to that show, yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it, I, I just think it's funny how the, the cycle is, like, repeating itself. That's the ska cycle, right, I guess? I, it must be, I don't know. But um, I know one, it was one or two shows ago, um, on, on the show I was talking about, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to be diving back into ska music here really soon. And I'm like, I'm sorry if you hate that. But <laughs> it's like, I love ska, you know, I can't help it. So, um, but I think, I mean, besides, I guess it's just been you, uh, su- you know, Backyard Superheroes and then Real Big Fish as far as ska goes. I don't think I've had had any other ska bands on the show, which is sad. I need to change that. Yeah, I listened to, you had Less Than Jake on, no? Oh, Less Than Jake, right. Wow. Yeah, now I feel like a dick for forgetting well, that. Well, see, I know more about your show than you do right <laughs> That's now. That's what it is. This is embarrassing. I think I think I need to shut off my mic now, and I'll just let you do the, the rest of the episode. Wow, I can't believe I just completely forgot that, because I was just thinking about that today. Um, but yeah, obviously, Less Than Jake, Real Big Fish, and Backyard Superheroes. So. Um, but uh, I, I would like to get some other... I'm, I'm sure... I could get other ska bands on the show for sure. But, There's um, quite a few of us, don't worry. There's plenty to go around. Oh, gosh, is there ever? There's just so many. And, and uh, there's there's another another wave of them the last, I don't know, probably the beginning of this decade, which is when you guys started up. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's kind of when this, this new wave started, and I'm very happy about it. I definitely can't complain. Um, but, yeah, so we were talking about your uh, 2015 release the last time you were on the show a couple of years ago. And then you guys just recently put out the um, your latest uh, full length, which is Never Give Up, uh, Never Surrender. And we were just talking about the song ne- Netflix and Chill, which is which is on the, the record as well. Um, so that was put out, it's been almost two months now, month and a half it was uh yeah end of september september 29th to put that out so a little bit over a month almost a month and a half and listening to it i and i'm gonna i'm putting myself on the spot because i i can't remember clearly but i don't remember hearing a girl on the previous release so we did we had um a guest uh, Michelle, who's a friend of mine, who sang on one song on Let's Get Dangerous. But since that album came out, we had a bunch of lineup changes because we're a ska band. And that's <laughs> what kind of happens sometimes, right? No kidding. And, um, no, I mean, we've had pretty much a core of the same people for a long time, but filtered a couple horn players in. And one of them, we happened to say, oh, you're a girl. Holy cow. And that's Becky. And she uh, she she plays baritone sax and she can sing. So... Uh, we're like, hey, you should sing on this record too. That would be cool to change it up a little bit. 
Yeah. And I don't remember hearing that in uh, Let's Get Dangerous. No, she was not on Let's Get Dangerous. That, so I'm, I'm glad that I was right on that because I'm like, man, because I, I, it's been a while since I went back to listen to that. And I was actually going to listen to our conversation from a couple of years ago just to kind of refresh myself on some things. And, you know, you know, um, short on time lately, so I didn't get the chance to to go back and listen to the, the podcast we did a couple of years ago. So I'm like, I hope my memory is serving me well right now. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. But that I liked that um, that change that change up in it because I wasn't expecting it. Um, and is, is that is that Becky then who also plays sax, right? Or is that so somebody she, else? She's the baritone sax player. I'm the I'm the tenor sax player. Right. And uh, you got some moments where you you get to kind of shine on your own. I like to show off a little bit. What can I say? <laughs> now that's running on empty, right? Uh, yeah, running on empty is uh, running on empty, and one three two are our big horn solo songs. Those are the last two songs on the record. And I guess now that I think about it, running on empty doesn't just feature you, but uh, kind of features every everyone. Kind of has like a little solo part, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I guess that harkens back to like original Scott, the Scottalites, and everything, which you know, you taken from jazz, is just you know a horn line, a melody, and then let's do some solos and. That's how it goes. I base it on like classic rock and roll, right? So yeah. it's like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bitching guitar solo, chorus, chorus, and that's how you write a song. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was thinking too. But the song yeah. starts out with guitar and well drums, and then but you're in there as well. And it's yeah. not like the full uh, the full horn horn section. So um, I really liked the the horn line. And running on empty. That's that. That's definitely one of the songs that that stood out to me. And I'm not sure if it's because of the the breakdown of the the different solos and features and stuff like that. But that one definitely stood out. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, he's actually a guest trumpet player on that too. Um, I wondered. Adam Flemo Birch. He's uh, he was a trumpet player for the Toasters, so that was pretty cool to get wow. him on the record. How did how did that come about? You know, I wish I told, I wish I knew, but I don't. Sometimes things just happen and I go, well, that's cool. Like we have another guest in the record, MC Lars. And I, I was like, oh, MC Lars is going to be on our record. That's really cool. All right, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, it was that was another one I was going to ask. How did that one come about too? Is that something that you didn't orchestrate? I'm I'm assuming someone else in the band did. So Josh, our um, lead guitarist and, and primary male vocalist, he, uh, He's a big driving force behind a lot of these things sometimes. He has his own photography company, and I think he had connected with MC Lars through taking pictures of him. He said, hey, man, do you want to want to sing on our record? And MC Lars was like, yeah, that'd be rad. So that's how that happened. And I'm a huge MC Lars fan, and I was like, yes, this is awesome. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, so photography was the connection there. And then yeah. um, as far as the, the trumpet part, though, um, that just maybe maybe it was a photography thing too with that no i think it's just one of those you know people who know people you talk you know mm-hmm. we've been a band for six or seven years by now it's we've met a lot of people and and we're pretty nice people i think people tend to like us so we keep in touch with with good people and i think people want to work with us I, I, that's what i think i don't know if that's true or not i might well, be making that up and that I and know. i mean it seems like almost any well-known ska band that comes through the area you guys are hopping on the show with them seems like from what i yeah, see 
which is really cool. Um, I don't know if that's because New Jersey doesn't have a lot of ska bands or we do now. I think when we first started, there wasn't a lot at the time. So we just were the right pl- place, right time and kind of built up a good following since then. Um, but now in Jersey, there's we just played a, a couple festivals in the past few months. Um, even our record release was like a, a Skamicon show and there was 15 ska bands on it, all from Jersey, which was like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, I feel like most of ska, though, it's it's like they're either from the East Coast or they're from the West Coast. There's, I feel like there's not much in between. Um, if you think about yeah, it, for the most part, probably probably your bigger name bands. Yeah, I would agree with you there. But I think right. if you're looking right under like the bigger name bands, like bands that like are around our level, there's there's they're spread throughout the country. And there's a lot of good ones uh, right. all over. Yeah, it's true, and it's hard to keep track of them, just like any other genre you know yeah so people ask me all the time oh have you heard of this band or heard of that band i'm like uh, no i like oh well, you probably heard this song and i'm like i uh, no, i haven't <laughs> because it's just There's too much right it, it too, is it's so and, hard for me to keep track of it all i'm that old curmudgeon guy who's like i don't really want to discover new music i just want to listen to the same like five kiss <laughs> records forever so i'm good with that <laughs> yeah i'm i'm you know Part part of the reason I started this this podcast was to get myself to to listen to more new music and be more open to that. And I, I've gotten better at it. Um, I'm still not as as good about it. But what what still happens? It seems like half the time is that I'll finally listen to a band that's new, but they've been like around for you know five years. You know, like five years ago is when they kind of were noticed, you know, and mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm like now finally giving them a listen, you know, like um, state champs. I, I finally listened to state champs the other day and I'm like, I really like this. I was like, why didn't I listen to this when they they first kind of popped up, you know, so. Um, yeah, I can relate to that. My wife, um, her favorite band is the Menzingers. OK, and- yeah. And I never like I just never knew they existed. There's again, there's just so much music. A few years ago, she's like, "Oh, this is my favorite band, the Menzingers," and I'm like, "Holy cow, this band is amazing!" Mm-hmm. Like we've seen them a dozen times since then, and they've become one of my like top favorite bands. But it's just like they've been around, they were around for a decade before I even knew about them, and it's crazy. I just never heard of them before, and I, I love them now. I'm trying to. Th- That's another one that I haven't listened to enough. <laughs> um, oh, they're great. And I remember one of the the um, one of the lead guitarists in the band that I was in for years. He was a he was a big fan of of them. So I got some other other friends that talk about them quite a bit too. And they yeah, yeah they're fun. Yeah, they've been around for a long time, like you said as well. East Coast band. They're from Philly. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was somewhere somewhere out there. I I want to start singing that. Um, oh. What's the song from, is it All-American Tales or American Tales? You know what I'm talking about? The Feifel movie? Yeah. Somewhere out there. That song's in one of those movies because there's two of them. Yeah, there's one. So here's the weird thing about American Tale. Um, I got really into those movies when I was a kid, and and now I'm getting excited talking about them. (laughs) The first one is like this Depression-era, really, like, kind of dark, like, 
allegory for immigration to America, American Tale, right? Mm -hmm. The second one is this crazy Wild West fun animated cartoon movie for kids. It's like, it's just such a weird dichotomy of movies. The first one's really, at least how I remember, is really dark and kind of dreary somewhere out there, right? And then the second one, American Tale, Fightful Goes West. It's like, yeah, he came to America and now he's going to be a rootin' tootin' cowboy and it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe what happened was... um... They're like, okay, Stephen, you gotta, you gotta lighten up a little bit, you know. It's too, yeah, too depressing. Sure. <laughs> I guess no, that's exactly what I remember about the first one. It was just so depressing, and every time I think about it, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm just like, oh, I'm so sad just thinking about it. <laughs> and yeah, the second one, it, it lightens up because cowboys are fun, you know. Yeah, it's like Back to the Future Three with a with a with a mouse in it, and it's rad. It's awesome. Yeah. It, it also reminds me of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. There were also complaints that that movie was too dark. And if you notice the second one, Secret of the Ooze, it's a lot lighter. Yeah, I, I love both those movies, actually. I think they're both terrific. Yeah, I agree. Some people, I mean, the third one, you lost me there. <laughs> I Where they go to uh, the feudal, was it Japan? They go back to Japan? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I actually just watched it last, uh, maybe like a year ago, and it's like, yeah, it's fine. But the first two are just are such a staple of my childhood. I watch those on repeat. Yeah, I I don't know. I um, the first two, yeah, that's how I feel about the first two. But that third one, man, that's just rough. I I don't I'm know. Say it. I even like the uh, the recent ones with Megan Fox. I didn't I didn't hate those. I like them. I didn't. I I started watching the first one, and I didn't get through the whole thing. And I know have they made they haven't made the third one yet, right? I'm not sure if they're going to, but I can tell you it's interesting. The first one is kind of like um, the first Ninja Turtles movie from 1990, where it's a little darker and drearier. But mm-hmm. the second one is super cartoony and over the top, and they bring in Krang and Casey Jones, and it's it's goofy and it's it's a lot of fun. Hmm. I'll have to uh, I have to finish that first one and then watch the second one. I know, obviously, it reminds you, it reminded me of Transformers, but that's because the, you know, Michael Bay directed it, so it's kind of hard not to think that way. Well, he didn't direct the Ninja Turtles movie, he just produced those. Oh, really? uh, Okay, I thought he directed it. No, Um, Michael Bay gets a bad rap. Yeah, the Transformers movies are atrocious, but he did The Rock, and The Rock is awesome, so. Yeah. No, I wasn't saying anything bad about him. I just, I, I felt like I could, I could see his touch, you know? Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're very similar to the CGI and the, the type of humor and Megan Fox for some reason. Right. And Megan Fox. Yeah. You got Megan in there and yeah, no, I definitely wasn't. I, I feel like that's just how directors, producers, that's just how they work. You can always, they have their signature, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, anyway. But yeah. You're going to see a Steven Spielberg movie. It's going to be about a kid. <laughs> yeah a kid with problems with his dad and then he's gonna you know go on some fantastic adventure that's every single one right and it usually has to do with aliens or yeah uh, yeah something something outlandish you know if you see a quentin tarantino movie some ladies feet are gonna be in it i promise you i still haven't seen enough quentin tarantino movies to to notice that ah well one you should get on that because they're awesome and I, two, he, he has a weird thing with feet I have heard that. You're not the first person I've I've heard bring that up before. But yeah, that is weird. But he's a weird dude, so This is true. Yeah. I don't know if, but if, I mean if he wants to use backyard superhero song and his 
movie he's making about ska, then yeah, for sure. <laughs> that would be that would be interesting. Um, what a Quentin Tarantino movie if it was about ska, how that would work out. I would definitely watch yeah. it for sure. You can have like John Travolta play Aaron Barrett, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious. That would be great. I'm super. I'm super excited for that ska movie. By the way, it looks like it's just going to be overloaded with all kinds of amazing guests and stories and oh yeah i went all in on that kickstarter i'm like take my money i want this i need it so what did uh which kickstarter or which tier or which level did you end up getting um i think i know i'm getting the blu-ray i'm getting a download maybe is there a poster or something i'm getting i think i spent like 50 or 60 bucks on it yeah you you definitely uh gave them a, a good contribution there I mean, it's my favorite genre of music. I love third wave ska. So if you're making a movie about that, it's going to become my favorite movie. So yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> definitely. I saw the the East Bay punk documentary that was put out here in like the last year or two, and I really liked that. That was very good. So um, this one is is shaping up to be good as well. So and and I feel like that one kind of um, obviously it touches on ska a little bit with mm-hmm. with um the uh does it have like op ivy and rancid yes and op ivy yeah i don't i'm having a brain fart <laughs> it's Probably. that it's that time of the day for me um yeah so yeah so you guys got the brand new record out we should probably talk about that too um so never give up never surrender and you guys are going to be playing um skank uh skanksgiving once again Yep, we play Thanksgiving pretty much routinely every year for the duration of this band. It's the biggest ska show of the year in Jersey every year. And that's the 23rd? Uh, yes, if that's the day after Thanksgiving, then yes. That oh, day. yeah, it's always the, it's usually the day after, right? Typically the day or weekend after, yeah. So it's Black Friday, I Black, guess. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Black Friday. Friday. Yeah. It's a pretty good show. It's us, um, Ribic Fish, as you mentioned. We played with them a bunch of times. Love those guys. Um, what's on that? Pie Tasters, Ballyhoo, We Are the Union, and us, and then another local band called Psychotic Submarines. Yeah, I've definitely never heard of them. Yeah, they're they're up and coming. I think they're from, I don't want to say the wrong thing, I think they're from Staten Island or Long Island. They're more of a reggae band, but they're pretty rad. We've played with them a couple times. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's going to be a hell of a show. And I mean, obviously, I just saw, you know, three of those bands three weeks ago and each mm-hmm. one of them puts on an incredible show i obviously we've talked about real big fish a ton um that was the second time that i'd seen ballyhoo um i saw them two years ago when they played warp tour yeah and that was the first time i ever heard of them because i didn't i remember walking around um just checking out some other stages and and i thought that real big fish was like Beside, well, Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake, I think Real Big Fish was on that year, and I thought they were they were the only ska bands on the the tour, and I came across, you know, Bally just happened to be playing their set, and I'm like, oh, what's this? So, um, so that was cool to just stumble across. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to that show. It's it's I think our last show of the year. This year we played a ton of shows and we're. And we did the record, so we're all kind of like, you know, let's do this one show and take off unless something else comes up. 
but um, we're playing at Starland Ballroom, and typically that's like uh, where we put on just absolutely wild shows. It's a pretty big venue, promote a lot of people, and we're always like the you know the hometown heroes there. We played last summer there with the Boss Tones, and I broke my foot jumping off the bar. My gosh, dude! How are yeah. you? You you just injured your foot in this marathon, and then before that, or was it your foot? You said that you just injured, injured my calf. Calf muscle yesterday. Not as bad. It's not broken or torn or anything. But I broke two bones in my foot last year jumping off of the the, the bar while I played a saxophone solo mm. during our set. And which I typically do. I mean, I'll do a, a stage dive or a jump or something crazy like that. Yeah. And um, for whatever reason, I, I as soon as I landed, I said, "Well, that's not what that's supposed to feel like." <laughs> and uh, proceeded to play. The, you know, the rest of the gig. Luckily, that was the the last song of the show and oh, then i man. i kept saying you know I'm, I'm in a lot of pain but i don't want to miss the boss tones so i'm gonna hang out here and dance and, and have a good time and watch the boss tones and um went to the doctor the next day and the doctor's like yep yeah, foot's broken and here's the catch to the story i was like well i'm getting married in a month is that gonna be a problem <laughs> and uh so did you end up being in a cast for the wedding I wasn't. No, I got my. Um, I had like a walking boot and crutches, and I was cleared the day before my wedding. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. my wife was very, very upset. So um, I'm banned from stage diving or doing anything crazy, probably ever again, unless she's not at the show. Yeah, and 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 tell everyone in the audience, hey, no, no pictures, no videos of this, please. <laughs> Just for us to remember, okay? Yes, I want to live to be old. <laughs> okay, I don't want to go home and be murdered by my wife for, yeah. you know, that's funny. That's right. That was another thing. I, the last time you were on the show, you weren't married yet. You had, I no. think, like literally just gotten engaged or pretty close to it. So Yeah, yeah. We, I actually remember, vividly remember when we had that conversation. It was in my, I had, had an apartment and I have a house now. So that's yeah. how, how different things are, right? But I was in my apartment and my wife and I were actually going to look uh, maybe we're going to the store or something. Food you stopping. Were, so, you were going so, to look at houses. I, I, I was remember. going to look at houses. Yeah. Yes. We were, so in the middle of the conversation, I was talking to you, walking down the stairs, and uh, we got in the car, and she was there for half the interview. It's weird. I don't know if you even knew that, but yeah, it's weird stuff. You know, I think I do. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I think I remember now that yeah, you were actually driving, and she was in the car or something. Yeah, I'm gonna have she, to go. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. <laughs> my wife, my wife is amazing. I met her through this band, which is pretty cool. I think I told that story last time, but that's it. That's pretty cool. I I kind of remember that. She just happened to be at a show one time. Is that how it worked, or was it like a mutual friend? She went to high school with a couple of the guys in the band, and okay. um, I'm not from like the area where they're from, and I only met them because I was out, you know, looking to join a band, and mm-hmm. I was looking the band, and she. Uh, she came to one of our first shows, and uh, it was a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> we were we were headlining a hot dog eating contest. Backyard Superhero, your go-to band for hot dog eating contest. Was and, was it like the biggest, the big one? That's what that's in New York, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Nathan's. No, it's it's it wasn't. It's it was Nathan's, a local one. Yeah. I was a, I was a participant in the hot dog eating contest, so that goes to tell you, like, no, it wasn't a big one. And uh, I cheated because that I thought it would be a cool idea, and I'm like, this is a bucketless thing, being a hot dog eating contest. Dude, I don't know if you've ever eaten like a lot of hot dogs in a short amount of time. It's the no, worst. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's got to be the worst terrible. feeling in the world. Yeah, no. It's terrible. I cheated and I was taking my hot dogs and putting them on other people's plates. And honestly, within like, I think it was five minutes or seven minutes, I only ate 
a hot dog and a half, maybe two hot dogs total, and it was terrible. It was that's like it. That's all you had. Let me tell you, you talk, you say that now, but like when you try to eat a hot dog really, really quick, and they're like, you know, just a boiled hot dog with like just bread, no condiments, and water. It's not. No, it's not good. So, but did they see you cheating? That's what I want to know. Probably, I didn't win. So, <laughs> well, that might be why you didn't win. So, who end up? Who was the person or the person that won? How many hot dogs did they eat? Uh, I don't remember. It was like something like seven in five minutes. That sounds disgusting. Oof. In I mean, the world, record, the world record is like, what does Joey Chestnut eat? I forget. And it's like 82, something absurd like that. It, yeah. it's. I was going to say it's like close. It's getting close to 100, I think. Yeah, right. But he's been the same guy to be number one for like how many years now? Oh, man. I know everything about hot dog eating contests. He's Do been you? number one for like... Of 10 years and before him was um kobayashi who was number one for like 10 years before that so and, he was uh, the asian guy that i'm thinking of that was yeah, number yeah, one kobayashi. Okay. he was really good he's he's into like all sorts of competitive eating i watched a documentary on him that's how i know all these things <laughs> i wonder i wonder if he gets uh he gets rich off that um i mean yeah there's probably got to be like i'm sure one you get endorsements and there's got to be like i'm I could look it up, I guess, or we could always find out. Like winning Nathan's hot dog eating contest, I guarantee there's you're getting a couple thousand dollars at least for that. Yeah, I would think there's there's some prize money to be had. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And other stuff like you mentioned. It's funny that we're talking about this though. As we're saying this, I'm like, you know, what's the perfect soundtrack for a hot dog eating contest? It would definitely be Scott. It would be. Yeah, because you can't take that shit seriously. (laughs) You just can't. It's just fun. It's just a lot and, of fun. And it's but fun, it's too. It's just, it's, it could be serious if you want it to be, just like anything, right? Right. You, you could have serious ska music. You could have yeah. something with a message, or you can have something that's fun, and that's okay. Like, it's whatever fits for the person. I typically like my music to be just more fun, lighthearted, because that's what I want from it. But mm-hmm. if you want something more serious, there's that, that, there's that option for you, too. Right. Well, I think that's why I've always loved ska music is because, especially with a band like Real Big Fish, they capture that, I don't know if you want to call it serious, but um, that they capture the aggression, um, but also it's very happy at the same time. So it's mm-hmm. like you get both feelings that are complete opposite of each other in one band and one song and one sound. And I think that's why ska is so great and so relatable. It's very, it's also really inclusive too, right? Like you can, everyone can listen to it and have a good time. I'll give, I'll give you an example. In our bands, we tend to not be that serious. There's some serious lyrics sometimes, but um, we talked about doing like political music because we all have strong political views from time to time. Yeah, and I'm a big proponent of you know, I don't think you should exclude someone's. You know, you shouldn't exclude someone from liking your music because their views are different than yours. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So we, we have never done any political music or made any political statements, social media posts. And if you want to do that in your private stuff or your personal stuff, that's fine. I just think, you know, if someone likes our band, they should like it because they like our music and it's fun and everything like that. And I think it's also silly for a band, you know, that's, that's you know, underground and has a small following to exclude people from liking their music. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know We Are the Union gets a little political, yep. I feel. Um, 
And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm all no. Oh no. That's just not. That's Mm -mm. not what I want to create. Yeah. No. Definitely. And and their theirs isn't that. I wouldn't say it's super strong. Um, (laughs) as far as as that goes. Um, but uh, to where it would I for me at least it's not too strong for where it would turn me off or anything like that. But yeah, it's to each their own. And and yeah, it it does. You do. It's a you target, you're targeting a, a group of people at that point. Yeah. We need every fan we can get. So I don't want anyone to feel targeted. <laughs> yeah, I agree that that's, that's how I feel about, um, about music as well. Even though some of my favorite bands have taken big stances <laughs> on, uh, and that's okay. Right. Like Green right. Day can take a political stance. Cause uh, you know, if they lose a million fans, they still have 20 bazillion fans. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And that's what they want to do. Like that's what's that's what they want to create and put out there and that's just not what we want to do. No, definitely. Well, I think the uh the latest record is great. So I'm I'm really glad you guys got another release under your belt and things are things seem to be going well. Are you still podcasting, by the way? I'm not anymore, no. Okay. You know, life takes a takes takes a lot out of you i, I changed uh-huh. jobs any for marathon and this record was uh took a long time to record i think when we talked last time i was like yeah we're gonna be putting out a new record soon three years later right <laughs> yeah i was gonna say because that was uh, um that had already been out for you know maybe i don't know if it was six months yet but it was definitely from 2015 so yeah and we talked That's- in 2016 so yeah. and we just put this record out a month ago in 2018 so now yeah I think, and that's kind of the theme of the album is if it, it as if there could be a theme for a goofy, fun, thirty-five minute ska record, right? To me, it's like never give up, never surrender, which is of course a quote from Galaxy Quest, but it's also <laughs> this is your this is your life, right? Like, just do what you want to do, and and don't tell, don't let anyone say you can't do it. Just keep doing it. That's cool, and persevere. And this record for us took a long time to put together because a lot of different factors influencing the band um which caused some of the band turnover and caused some you know whatever issues went into that but ultimately we we pushed through it and we put out a great record we're all really happy about so to me if there was ever anything serious about backyard superheroes it would be like just do what you want to do don't give up you you know just be you and that's an overall positive message of course yeah yeah, yeah. i like it so let's play a song off the record if you don't mind what song would you want to play Oh my goodness. That's like picking who was my favorite child. Yeah. <laughs> or who's your favorite ska band? That oh, might be boy. a hard one too. It's definitely Backyard Superheroes. If you're not if you're not your own band's biggest fan, then you're doing something wrong, right? Like you should be, I should love my music. That's true. That's true, yeah. right? You could look at it as wow, he's really full of himself, but as as being the one as being the one that has to play that music, and sell it i mean yeah you should be your number one fan so yeah that makes sense i think there's a difference between being confident and happy and positive and being full of yourself i didn't say we're the best band ever oh no no i I agree i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't saying that at all but i got you yeah someone Uh, would think that automatically i I was what i was saying some people yeah i got you yeah Um, i don't know we've talked about so many of the different songs what is your favorite song well, I was saying one of my favorites is is running on on empty. Sure, we could play that um, one then. I'll yeah, that one. Okay, yeah. cool.
Never got myself to slow before And I'm not sure what to do anymore But got my pedal to the floor And now I'm stranded on the shoulder with no one coming over But I've done more with less I'm running on empty Someone come and get me out of this mess on empty that's backyard superheroes and of course i have gary mastriano on the phone he's the sax the saxiest sax player ever you, you make me sound like i'm uh i don't know some like the way you pronounce my gary mastriano like i'm like straight off the boat like yeah. i was this italian like mastriano I'm a conductor of Italian symphonies, and I came to grace America with my presence. I like that. I dig that. Yeah, you play um, cello. Yes, I'm. I'm a world class celloist. Cello, celloist. Yeah, that's I think it's celloist. But let's go celloist. Mm. I'm a world class celloist. I invented my own. Um, <laughs> Your own. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. It might very well be what you just said. But um, anyway, well, I'm glad that I, I get to say your name so 
um, <laughs> so fancy and triumphantly. Um, so yeah, that's from your uh, latest record. We were just talking. We've been talking about never give up, never surrender. What is another? I mean, we sort of, we've sort of been talking about it. Sort of. I mean, you know, and, uh, we've gone all over the place today. But that's that's <laughs> I think that's the fun of of um, the the show is is going off the rails on completely different topics. I I mean, as far as I know, I could be wrong, but I think people enjoy hearing those things and not just us talking about music the whole time. So, yeah, and in pizza, we didn't talk about pizza at all. We haven't talked about pizza yet. I don't even. I know. live in I live in the best place for pizza, New Jersey. There, I said it. Fight me. Yeah, I think we had uh, I think we had this fight or this conversation last time, didn't we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I kind of I vaguely I vaguely remember this. I'm I see I haven't had pizza in Jersey. I've had pizza in New York City, but not in Jersey. So I I I'm mean Jersey's Jersey's better than New York. And I've had pizza in Jersey, New York, and Chicago, and I'm going to say Jersey's the best. What did you have in Chicago? Do you remember? Some deep dish monstrosity that I did not like. <laughs> some de- <laughs> well, get the- out of here with this deep dish pizza. It's just a loaf of bread with some cheese on it. No, thank you. Well, here's the thing with deep dish and Chicago. I mean, that is the the s- stereotypical label of Chicago. You know, we're known for a deep dish, but when you actually live here, excuse my dog. Somehow mm-hmm. he somehow my dog ventured downstairs. Um. I usually I keep make sure to keep him upstairs so he doesn't do that. Um, Can we do a podcast where our dogs just talk to each other? <laughs> that would be good. That would be really good. It'd just be an hour of. <laughs> that that's actually going to be our next record. I can plug that now. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'd be down for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's obviously with the Chicago deep dish. That's the the stereotype. But when you actually live here. You don't eat that on a regular basis. Okay, good. The only time that I eat it, honestly, is when I have friends from out of town, and I want them to get that that uh, that pizza that everyone when when you think Chicago pizza, that's what you automatically envision. So that's right. usually what what I deliver, you know. So, but on on a regular basis, we eat thin crust pizza. Okay, so, good. Or pan. Or pan. Uh, I like pan pizza. pizza. Yeah. My wife and I are going out to uh, to dinner tonight to have pizza to cel- you know celebrate my marathon. I haven't been able to eat a lot of junk food in training, so I'm going to have the biggest pizza they can make. There's a really good pizza place around here called The Cabin, and um, The Cabin. It's, it's the best pizza I think I've ever had. It's my favorite pizza. That now see that's a that's a name of a, a restaurant that you would not think pizza. <laughs> it's it's like a biker the cabin. bar. It's like a biker bar, but their pizza is on point. Oh well, if it's a biker bar, then they're they're bound to have something, some good food there. So yeah. Oh oh, the nachos are top notch, and the potato skins, and I don't know why I'm plugging this restaurant <laughs> that 99.9 percent of the people who listen to your show are never going to go to, but that's what I'm doing. You know, it's funny. Um, I was looking at stats the other day for the show, and besides. Of course, this is this isn't states, uh, but this is countries. Besides the United States, I believe the next in line for people that listen to the show is Germany. Okay. Which well, I would hello, Ger- hello Germany. Pick up, <laughs> never give up, never surrender. Funny you say Germany. Our, I don't even remember what song it was. I think it was "Average Guy" or "Arcade Girl" from the from "Let's Get Dangerous." Was on some German and some Russian like alternative charts for like a couple weeks, like number thirty four on the Russian alternative charts, and we just we found that out like 
a year or two later we're like well that's pretty cool i guess wow yeah that yeah. that is cool um i'm double checking what i said now and yeah it's it's the united states germany and then i'm not surprised by this just because of everything i hear about japan but they're next in line they're number three so uh, you and i could do a whole another show about japanese ska that let's not even get me started oh man yeah we, love, we really could what's what's the what was the uh japanese girl ska band that played warp tour one year or a ska band is that what they were called? I remember. Right, ska band means we are a ska band. They're awesome. I love that band. They just have the best sound. Sounds so. Are they still around? Yes. You know? they, yeah. They don't do like ska punk anymore. They do a little bit more like traditional with jazz and pop. But they're just they're interesting. Super good. They're really good. I remember I was impressed when I saw them at Warp Tour that year. I was just something I never thought I'd see as a bunch of Japanese girls playing ska. <laughs> yeah, like, they're um. They're, that's the only time they've ever toured America. I think the only time they've ever been here. And um, they were maybe 20 years old on that tour. I was going to say, they were super young. And I can't yeah. even remember which year that was. That might have been 2010, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere somewhere around there. If it wasn't 10, it was just before that. Because I, I went to Warp Tour in 2010, but then I didn't go till 16. And then I went to Warp Tour in 08. So it was either 08 or 010. Or 010. 010. <laughs> it was either 08 or 2010. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of those two because that's the last time they toured here. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Very long time ago. Um, I'm going to have to look them up and, and see what this new style is like now. Good. They put they're pretty prolific. They put out a record every year or two. Um, I dig it. But yeah, so we'll uh, we'll have to revisit for our third conversation. Just Japanese ska. Japanese. But what about the German ska? We're gonna have to talk about German ska because they're sure. they're number I'm number like two. An encyclopedia of ska ska knowledge. Scholage, if you scholage. That's yeah. what the episode will be. It'll be called scholage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm an encyclopedia of scholage. So uh, yeah, anytime you want to talk about ska, I know I know a lot of it. Okay. Well, that'll be perfect. You can come back and you can douse us with uh, the history of ska until present day, and then you can get into the other countries. So yeah, maybe cool. I'll start like a rival podcast. You have pop punk and pizza. I'll be ska nachos. <laughs> Those are the nachos that are ska. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was trying to think of something funny, but I couldn't. My wife and I actually did a uh, nacho review blog where we were reviewing and writing about all the nachos on the Jersey Shore. It didn't last very long because we just wanted to rather just eat them and not have to review them. But it was pretty fun. I like that, though. Ska nachos. <laughs> yeah, ska nachos. And then um, hot dogs. So I want to go back to Chicago real quick. Yeah. I don't pizza but i when we were we toured through chicago and i ate uh, about a thousand hot dogs in a day your hot dogs are awesome that's what i'm told i don't like dive into the uh like the chicago style hot dogs but i mean yeah i do eat hot dogs here and there so we do have pretty good hot dogs out here and i'm, I'm told our italian beef is the shit too dude so. you gotta get up Chicago hot dogs. I've been trying since I was in Chicago to replicate that hot dog everywhere I go. If they <laughs> hot dogs, or they say it's Chicago style. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's no, not. No, no. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Yeah. Get out but of it, here. But that, that deep dish pizza, no, I, uh, take you it can't do it. Well, when if and when you ever come back, we'll we'll go out for thinner style. Okay. Yeah. I can do it. There's yeah. there's plenty 
plenty of uh, great thin crust pizzas and pan pizzas to choose from. So, but uh, well, let's leave with one more song. And of course, before you go, plug all of your your websites and the social media sites and all that fun stuff. Sure. So we're backyard superheroes pretty much everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is a fun place to follow us because um, Becky and I do weekly Facebook videos, which are I don't know if you've seen them. They're I have. Really fun. Yeah, we they're have a lot of fun with those. They're funny. I liked the puppet one. Yes, that was my Muppet. I have <laughs> or my own Muppet, Muppet. Yeah, that's a whole different story for a different day. But yeah. yes, I own my own Henson created Muppet. That's so cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So yeah, uh, check us out at all those places. Our music is on all the streaming sites. Uh, iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, Spotify, all that stuff, and then Bandcamp as well. Um, everything except our, our latest album is free on Bandcamp, so if you want to get a taste for what we sound like, you can go on Bandcamp and then check out all of our records there. Uh, for this year, we still got Skanksgiving, November 23rd at Starland Ballroom, um, Real Big Fish, We're the Union, Pie Tasters, Ballyhoo, Psychotic Submarines, Backyard Superheroes, should be a good time. And then check out my brand new podcast launching next week, Ska Nachos, <laughs> where I talk about Ska and talk about nachos. And, and talk maybe about how much... you want to guess? Yeah. yeah maybe. Talk, or you're just going to talk about how much pop punk and pizza sucks, you know? Pretty much. We're, we're, yeah. we're feuding right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait for Ska Nachos. What what okay? What would go on ska nachos before before we play this uh, this last song? Oh, so we're actually making ska themed nachos. Yeah, you need like, you need like two tone, right? Because I think that's like what people think of when they think of ska. So you'd have to have like white sour cream and maybe like cheese, right? And then just like a checkerboard pattern. I'm not an olive fan, but you can have olives on there. Um some some salsa or beans to represent like the the black color and then you have the white color you know you see what i'm trying to get at i I see what you're doing yeah yeah i don't think i'd like that because i'm not an olive fan i always get my without olives yeah let's substitute those for jalapenos and i'm a happy camper i'm i'm just a boring just throw some cheese on there man and maybe meat yeah meat you can do some meat yeah throw some meat on there and that's it yeah I'm boring. So when you, when you come out to Jersey, I'll get you some real pizza, and then we can also have some uh, some good nachos. We're good at, we're good at bagels too. So we'll oh yeah, some. that's right, bagels. You guys love your bagels out there. We like carbs out here. That's that's our thing. Oh well, shit. We're one of we're like one of the fattest you know cities in America. We love our <laughs> carbs out here too. It's that deep dish, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, what's the last song you want to play off the new record? Oh, but they're just so, they're all just so good. But I think I want to play, um, I'm going to say What If. That's our song featuring MC Lars. People seem to like that one a lot, so let's play that one. Perfect. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's MC Lars and Backyard Superheroes asking a very important question. What if life would like the comics? What if you could be a superhero? Would it be better? Would it be worse? Or basically the same, because we're all heroes. What if life is like a comic? Superpower people with thought bubbles and comments. What if you got to use your powers? Fly above the city, invisible to others. What if you had to save the day? Do it for the glory or do it for the fame? What if the powers fade away? Flip right off the panel and jump right off the page. 
Disney saga like DC or Marvel. Had to pick some favorites? Here's my top ten. The Dark Knight, Blankets, Mouse, and Watchmen. The Killing Joke, Sandman, Persepolis 2. Aim for a Black Panther and Black Hole will do because I'm in the backyard with the superheroes rocking it. God will never die with the two large and there's no stopping it. Boy, if life a comic like Calvin and Hobbes. We never stop exploring and we get the job solved. Life is hell, don't get mad. Alas, we're only human. But I'm still shouting what we worry like Alfred e. Newman. Hey, Thanks again to Gary Mastriano of Backyard Superheroes for being on the show. Now I really want to eat nachos and listen to ska music. <laughs> I hope he wasn't kidding about that ska podcast or the ska nachos podcast that he was joking about. I think that would actually be a really cool idea. And I think the ska scene would actually go pretty crazy for that. Just knowing how nerdy and dorky all of us ska kids are. I think that would <laughs> would go over pretty well. So make sure you show Backyard Superheroes some love. And if you're in the area there uh, where Starland Ballroom is in Jersey, make sure you go to Skanksgiving. It's always a, a great, uh, huge turnout, as Gary said. I've never been, but I've always wanted to go. Maybe one day I'll just drive out there and check it out. So thank you again for listening to the show. I'm Jacques Lamore. That's going to be it for today. If you want your band uh, featured on the podcast, if you want your music played, or maybe you want to be a, a guest on the show, submit your inquiries to me to bangerangradio at gmail.com. Send me as much information about your band as possible. Or maybe you're a publicist and you want to send uh, whatever bands that you do publicity to. You want to send me info on your bands. Uh, bangerangradio at gmail.com is the place to do it. Just send me as much information as you possibly can, and I'll get back to you if it's something I'm interested in. And if I don't get back to you for a while, please do follow up with me. And I'm, I'm actually, today, I'm going to do it. I, I have a bunch of emails that I have not followed up with, and I feel so bad about that. And if you're one of those people, I promise you'll be getting a reply today. So sorry about that. And also... Be sure to keep up uh, to date on what is happening here on the show and just in the scene as well by following us on social media. I plugged them earlier, but I'll do it again. Pop Punk Pizza Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. They're all the same handle. Bangarang Radio, both Twitter and Facebook, is at Bangarang Radio. You can find my personal Twitter at OnAirWithJL. And yeah, we'll keep you up to date on all the things that are happening here on the podcast. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, next week it's going to be When the Sun Sets out of Elgin, Illinois. So right here in the Chicagoland area. Looking forward to this because it's actually our first acoustic performance of the year on the show. We had several last year. Unfortunately, we haven't been as lucky this year. And you're going to like, you're really going to like these um, two songs that they performed for us, actually. They were really good. And, of course, uh, actually, the song I played for you earlier in the show, The Wave, that's by When the Sun Sets, they do an acoustic version of that song 
and then they do another song that has yet to be released. It's about to be released as a single, but obviously it's acoustic versions of both of these songs, and they pull them off very well, I think. So you'll definitely love to listen to that and just hear more about them and, and how they feel about suicide awareness and all that stuff. So, all right, well, as I always say, keep those thoughts positive because what we think we become... Have a great week. I look forward to chatting with you again on November 14th. Ciao. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.